Hello and good evening everyone, this is Kevin Finkel here with another episode of Magic the Final Frontier. On this podcast we talk all about the Magic Frontier format, where we keep our listeners up to date with what is new, interesting, and powerful in the world of Frontier. We're diving into episode number 45 here, this is going to be a little episode on... So we had this idea that we were talking about some standard cards, and we were saying, okay, these are cards that were really popular and standard, and they just never made the transition over to Frontier. It's kind of important because a lot of people, a lot of the naysayers at the start of Frontier are like, oh, it's just like standard. You just play all these standard cards, and mm-hmm. it's it's just not true. I mean, yeah, 30 40%, a large portion of it might be from standard, but some of those great cards from the past just won't cut it. They're just not good enough. Yeah, so there's definitely some things that were just so strong and standard that just didn't make the cut in Frontier. I also cut you off there. I need to uh, introduce yourself. Yeah, yeah. I am... No, sorry. I was, yeah, I'm Ryan Schwenk. I am the Japan hobbyist from uh, Tokyo, Japan. Yep, I'm eager to just jump into it here. So yeah, like I said, this will be episode number 45 because we had that kind of two-parter with our set review last week. And mm-hmm. we're going to be going right into standard cards that were very se- very much seen in standard but did not make the rotation over to Frontier. Yeah, and also why they, yes. they didn't make the rotation. Definitely why, and hey, maybe some of them were just, you know, we've been overlooking or maybe they could mm-hmm. be good enough in the future. So we'll try and talk about that as well. Yeah. All right, so I was thinking we would just start with, like, the different types of cards, like, you know, instant sorceries, artifacts, whatever. So do you want to choose the the first uh, category? Oh, let's go ahead with instants, then. That's pretty interesting to me. Yeah, I only had a few. Hmm. I think one of the biggest ones that was really good back in Standard that's not good in Frontier is Crackling Doom. Nice. Yes, that that I was thinking was something. So Crackling Doom, I think, at the beginning of the format, you know, it was seeing some play. We were seeing some Mardu decks. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't know what happened to it. So yeah, Crackling Doom, for anybody that hasn't played it, because maybe they got into Magic a little bit more recently, uh, it's a black, white, red card that forces an opponent to sacrifice um, their highest powered creature. And then it deals two damage to each opponent. So I guess because the new rules change, you can't redirect that you to a You can't redirect that. Well. That is unfortunate about this now. That That's definitely yeah. one hit on it. But even before then, it wasn't seeing much play. And I think it just and, comes down to three mana removal is a little bit slow for Frontier. Well, also the aggro. There's a lot of aggro. A lot of mm-hmm. one, two, and three drops. And especially like a, a, a deck like uh, Bant Humans is just everyone has a similar power level. It's not really, you know, it doesn't have that much of an impact. Yeah, it's not going to do very much if you're getting rid of their their three power, you know, yeah. renegade rally gonna, or when they've got Thalia in play. You really you kind of yeah, do have if, some things you definitely want to hit. Yeah, and if you're going to play three mana removal, you'll play Kolagon's Command. It's two for one. Yeah, Kolagon's Command. Uh, we see the occasional unlicensed disintegration in those really mm-hmm. aggressive decks. Um, kind of on the same topic, I also had a three mana removal spell from Kons of Tarkir that isn't seeing really any play at all, and that was Sultai Charm. So that, yeah. that was one of the charms. It destroys target monocolored creature or destroys target enchantment or artifact, or you draw two and discard one. I think we can just kind of talk about a couple of the charms. I think Abzan Charm and Jeskai Charm also don't see a lot of play. I do still see Abzan Charm. I see that usually making a split in removal for Abzan. Like a one or Abzan. two of, right? Yeah, yeah one to two but, of. But and Abzan reasonable. hasn't showed up recently. I mean, Abzan, maybe they'll, they'll be making a comeback now that we have Shocklands, but... Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, like the last few months or so, I haven't seen Abzan at all. And I haven't sure. seen Abzan Charm at all. And I think the other thing is that we kind of have an Abzan aggro, and that would usually go away from the Abzan Charms and more focus on cheaper removal. Whereas instead, Abzan in Frontier... Well, Abzan in... Yes, so sorry. Abzan in Standard was a lot more of a mid-range deck oftentimes, mm-hmm. so it would be wanting those things like Abzan Charm. I think it's actually going to get cards. even yeah. less played now, probably, because it'll also now be fighting for slots with Assassin's Trophy on top of Jamoka's mm. Command and Fatal Push. We'll continue with the the charm topic. What do you think about Jeskai Charm? I mean, it, I thought it was kind of good back in in um, you know the previous standard. You know, they had like the Ascendancy tokens. Mm-hmm. This was one thing that was really good, I think, during the Kanza Tarkir block. And you think with all the life gain, because you know, one of the modes is like all your creatures gain or uh, gain lifelink, right? Plus one, plus one lifelink, yes. Yeah, so I mean, you think that would be great against aggro. Why isn't this being played? 
you know, at the very start of the format, it was seeing play in those Jeskai Flyer, Jeskai Aggro decks. And I think, again, it's, you know, three mana doesn't quite answer stuff. We found other answers to Insul Artifact, which is one of those things that was really good at answering. I'd say mm-hmm. same with Crackling Doom, same with Sultai Charm. So we all got other versatile answers, and that made that a little bit less attractive to us. So Jeskai Charm, is it bounce permanent, or is it bounce creature? I can't remember. It, it's creature, and it puts it on top of their deck, not bounces it. Yeah. So it is card advantage, or at least card, or it's, it's card parity. It's, it's, not, it's not disadvantage yeah. like, um, like a straight tempo card would be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have any other instants? So let's move on. Hmm. What else do you think you know, is kind of missing from the Frontier format? You know, I can keep going with removal. Ultimate Price has seen very little play. Yeah. And yeah. that was such a strong, you know, that that was seen everywhere as the black removal spell. And I think that, is it too many multicolored cards? Is it too many artifacts? What, what makes that not good enough? I think there's just too many viable decks. And in, in a metagame where you know what decks to expect, that's a great card to play. Like, if everyone's mm-hmm. playing two-color um decks you know like maybe that i mean it's time could be soon if everyone i mean there's gonna be people playing uh three four three and four color decks because of shock lands but then there's gonna be a lot of those you know aggro decks like mono white or mono red they're gonna try to take advantage of all that extra damage that they're doing to, to to themselves yeah it could be good again but i think it's just meta dependent i think that's the reason why people aren't playing it but you know what? Even those aggro decks, I don't think it really would be that great if it can't hit Copter. I think that's a big thing that takes away yeah. from it. Yeah, true. <clears throat> um, one of my favorite cards that nobody else plays <laughs> is Secure the Wastes. Oh, I was going to say that. That probably could fit in there. Yeah, there have been decks that have tried to... You know, there were a little bit of green-white tokens, but I agree, that has been seeing very little play. Um, it had also was a card that was seeing a lot of play in like the black-and-white control decks, and mm-hmm. we're not really As a finisher in the same way yeah. in Frontier. I love it. I mean, I, I play Marty <laughs> Tokens. I think it's still a good deck. My my Mar- Everyone says Marty Tokens, you know, isn't really a, a tier deck, but, you know, I, I did make a top eight with it at Hallelujah a couple times, and I made top eight in like season three so i think people are underestimating it i think it can actually be a good card i just think there's just not enough the metagame can still expand further and it it would find a spot in there yeah i think that probably falls under the same problem we're going to see probably a lot in this episode is that it's expensive so i I don't think Mm. that it's really you know a card parody until you're getting to the point where you're casting it for four or five six mana Mm -hmm. before that you know you could be casting Raise the Alarm, which doesn't seem yeah. much play at two. You could be casting, oh, what's a good three mana token spell? You know, Rabble Master, yeah. maybe. You could be casting Sram's Expertise, mm-hmm. Gideon. All, all of those are probably better options until you're getting to the six, seven mana point. And yeah. at that point. For, for me, I was playing Sram's Expertise before, but mm-hmm. I ran into too many problems with um, board wipes. Okay. So I switched to Secure the Waste because I can do it at the end of turn and then. Make a big, you know, bushwhacker attack the following turn. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> hmm. All right. You have any other ones? Um, instance. I don't at this time. We, we maybe have to come back to them if I can think of any more. But well, uh, I got I got one more that I that I think um hasn't shown up at all. That was really good. Sure. Uh, Ojitai's command. Like yeah. all the other. I mean, Dromoka's command seems to play. Tarkus command seems to play. Colgan's command seems to play. Ojitai's command used to see a lot of play. Yeah, not not very much anymore. I would agree with that. Yeah, they had the deck with like what Jace and the uh, Merfolk. It was like a white white blue. Soulfire Grandmaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know they just bring their stuff back and then draw these cards or counters. Really good tempo deck. And I'm I'm just wondering why isn't Ojitai's command good enough? Hmm. Is it just too heavy at four mana? Yeah, there's just. It gets to be expensive at that point, and there's less that you want to bring back at two. So I think we've talked a few mm. times before about why, why Jace fell out of the format, why Soulfire mm-hmm. Grandmaster fell out of the format. Those are kind of related. I think that you know everyone's running removal. That makes those mm-hmm. early drops worse for a control deck. And then Fatal Push showed up, which meant that Fire Impulse was no longer the best removal spell. That mm-hmm. made Jace Friends Prodigy, or not, sorry, not Jace, um, Soulfire Grandmaster a lot less attractive because it doesn't synergize with fatal push in the same way mm-hmm. and then once you remove that as a two drop then your other two drops get even worse because they're even bigger 
lightning rod for removal. So in the end, I think those control decks just moved away from the early creatures, and that made Ojutai's command a lot worse. Yeah, maybe if we have like a, a return to mid range, I could see it, you know, being played a little bit more again. But yeah, yeah I don't certainly. think in this aggro meta, definitely not. Mm-hmm. And mid range is also tough in white. I feel like you want blue, maybe red, maybe black, maybe green. Mm-hmm. White's kind of uh, low on that list of mid range cards in Frontier, mm-hmm. other than you know Siege Rhino. All right, do you want to pick the next category? Ooh, uh, well, I picked the last one. Why don't you go ahead? Did you pick instance? Okay. Um, <laughs> well, okay, let's just... How about sorceries? Let's do sorceries. I got a few of these. Not a lot. Yeah, I don't have too I many of these either. Sun. I'm again going to go right to removal spells in that Declaration Stone was one of the absolute mm. premier removal spells in Standard and does not see very much play at all in Frontier. Uh, again, I think it comes down to tokens. I think a lot of people were playing it because it did so well against green white tokens in that in that uh, standard hmm. um, that standard meta game. You know, a green white tokens. I believe there's a Shadows of Innistrad standard, or maybe the one after that, Eldritch Moon. Yeah, yeah, around that time. But you know, there's just not enough. There's people are running so many different types of dangerous creatures. I mean. Not, they they're kind of careful not to run like four of one, of True. one thing on the board at, at one time. Even though not a lot of people play Declaration in Stone, I still see people kind of playing around it, and I think that's the reason why Declaration Stone is just not good. Usually, it's just get rid of one thing, and mm-hmm. you know you give them a, a clue, and then that's it. You don't get a lot of value from it. Okay, makes sense to me. I, I think also you know it always comes back to Smuggler's Copter doesn't hit smuggler's copter that and that's a big mm-hmm. takeaway from it and as far as the kind of control decks they frontier's slow enough that if you're giving them back a card for your removal spell that's often not worth it i think for them mm-hmm. all right my next choice painful truths mm. so yeah. painful truths draw three, three mana black sorcery <laughs> yeah it's draw three so if you it has converged so however many colors you use to pay for it you get to draw that many cards yeah. And yeah, this was an amazing card in like Mardu and Soltai and in like all these other sets or all these other decks, but like it doesn't see any play in Frontier at all. Personally, I feel like that's even more. I, like this one, I think, is a little bit. It's seeing less play than it should. I think people mm. always underestimate just how powerful this effect is because draw three is so much stronger than draw two. You, you don't think, yeah. like, oh, it's just one more card, but. As far as card advantage, it's twice as much card advantage than a draw mm. two spell. So mm-hmm. that's something really important to remember. I would say probably the biggest thing here is the prevalence of aggressive decks, mm-hmm. especially the kind of deck that would want the card advantage. It just it's hard to give up that much life to uh, for something that's you, not going to do that much. You need to have something to counteract. So hopefully, you know, maybe we'll see it in the future in like a Mardu deck or something that's playing, or like a Mardu mid range deck or like a control deck that's playing like a, a Lyra Grixis, or something. A Soltai, something like that. Oh, yeah, I yeah, see with white, some, something white that gains life hmm. so that, you know, you're not, you don't feel so bad paying that, you know, three three life for three cards. Okay. Yeah. I think that could be another reason, like, why Abzan Charm is just not seeing so much plays because, you know, that two life. I mean, it has the other modes, of course, but like the two life, it was, was one of the most popular modes on Abzan Charm, and it's it's painful. Mm-hmm. It does get to be, yeah. All uh, right, do you have any other sorceries? I've maybe got one that probably is more of a just for fun, but mm-hmm. Bring Delight saw some play in Standard, and yeah, I haven't seen that be able to work in Frontier at all. Do you think that's one of those that it's waiting for the right card, or? Is that just not a good card for Frontier? I think it'll always be jank. I think Frontier's always <laughs> going to be, you know, they're going to, Frontier's going to have, you know, two decks that are too fast and too much removal and So paying and five mana like for that. a Siege Rhino just isn't going to win you the game in Frontier? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe there'll be some combo in the future, but it'll always be jank. It'll always be tier two, tier three. All right. All um, right. Another card that I have not seen a lot of play is Roast. Hmm. It used to be played a lot in standard. It was like one of the best uh, removal spells. Yeah, it doesn't hit flyers, but you know, two mana, five damage was really good. Yeah. So why yeah. don't we? Why don't we see more rows? Is it? Is it because there's a lot of flyers? I don't know if I would say so. I think probably the biggest thing is 
I see it in a lot of side decks. I think I see it in most like mono red or red green sideboards. Yeah. It's just not that important. There aren't that many flyers, and you know the biggest flyer in the format it doesn't hit being copter. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's kind of just good against siege rhino and things like that. And otherwise, you've got other options in red. I mean, you've got lightning strike shock. You've got mm-hmm. some other good ways to deal with things. Those are more than enough to yeah. get the job done. But so perhaps if Abzan makes a return, maybe it'll you know become a little bit more popular then. Yeah, I could see you know, it ending up in a main deck, something like that. If you need to kill a, you know, five toughness uh, on Offenza on turn four or something like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I had one more, actually, okay. that I wanted to talk about. If you don't have any others for no, sure. No, I don't have any more, so go for it. Explosive Vegetation. Yep. Uh, you know, I think ramp all the ramp spells. Great. The yeah. traditional ramp deck, it's just tough in Frontier because there's faster ways to do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're playing, you know, a fair ramp deck where you've got a bunch of lands, you've got maybe mana dorks, you've got Mm -hmm. ramp spells, and you've got payoff, there's not a great way to always consist... There's a lot of inconsistency with the deck. It's hard to have the Mm -hmm. payoff and the land at the same time. Maybe you've got the land and the ramp, but you don't have the early mana creatures, so your deck's too slow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you get hit by removal on the dorks and you get hit by big removal on the big guy. So there's a lot of holes. It ends up being very inconsistent and ramp has and been, in it's a really weak to counter spells too. I think like it is. You... So that's both sides of the spectrum there. I'd say. Yeah. Okay. I did have other ones, but I don't think we need to talk about them. They're not that important. No, that, yeah, that's fine. There's going to be a lot of creatures, so we'll, we'll save up for that. Yeah. All right. You can use the next one. What's um, the next artifacts and enchantments. Why don't we kind of lump those? What's... You want to do them together? I have a lot for both. Oh, actually. I don't have much for either, so <laughs> yeah. maybe it depends on our definition of widely played and standard. But, but, but I'm kind of thinking of newer stuff as well that's rotating, like Kaladesh decks that were really strong that probably won't see any play in, in, in Frontier. Okay, well, what have you got? So, so like, for example, um, I was talking about, I was thinking of, like, Oketra's Monument. Hmm. Like, you know, that had some really interesting interactions in Standard. You know, they had a... I wouldn't say they were Tier 1 decks, but, like, the Tier 2 decks. A lot of white, good white creatures, you know, that... Yeah, it was a real strategies deck. ...and I whatnot. Mean, I, can, uh, I just, I, um, can I just take yeah. a break here for a minute? And, me, and meanwhile, you just keep naming artifacts, and I'll just come back and say Kolagon's Command. Yes. And that'll, uh, that'll answer so, all of them. <laughs> yeah, so, like, okay, yeah, and that's exactly the reason. Like, uh, okay, there's Monument, God Pharaoh's Gift... Is, yes. a de- is a deck I thought would see more play, but you know, not a lot of people are playing in it. Again, a braid or Godfarer's gift. Mm-hmm. Um, Electrostatic Pummeler. That was kind of like you know the energy, That's a good one, you yeah. know, infect type type deck. You know, and and it, it did have some protection for its creatures in there. You know, it played the, the Tamer Battle Rage and 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 all the the other stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. It's just not good enough, right? I mean, why? You know, it's, why it's three playing? mana. It's a little bit. That's a little bit slow. So I'd say same with Kestra's Monument. Is that that's just a little bit too late to be mm-hmm. setting up for something big, which both mm-hmm. of those cards are trying to do at that point. What other artifacts did you think of that um, didn't see play? So I I'm gonna name another one that is a creature just because you did first here, and, and this is one that's seeing a little bit. Oh of yeah, play, I forgot. But Pummer, yeah, Courier I feel like is a very common standard card. It's one of the top played standard aggressive oh, creatures. It's and in it just, Frontier. It is very little bit in Frontier. I think I see it in some of in the red artifact aggro. decks. Ramen up most, red decks. It's most, in Ramen up red. It's in yeah, but Ramen up red's not red a deck. Atarka's a deck. No, not in Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Last. Um, I mean, we haven't talked about this yet. Yeah, I've been seeing Hallelujah. it come back in Hallelujah. I, I don't know why Atarka's Wizard, gone away. Completely, Wizard burn. But, yeah. Nano red Wizard burn took down a twenty-three person tournament yeah. at hallelujah last weekend and had like three or four bowmat careers still it's, it's a card good. that's been seeing very little play do you have any reason why it's not good enough for frontier it i, I think it is good enough for frontier i, I don't think it is Bowmat i think career. it just dies i think it's fast enough you know just one 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 you know turn three okay i have one piece of removal to take out one of your five creatures on turn three i'm dead yeah i'd rather play it a, a lot of, i think a okay. two one or a one two prowess or um yeah i had some other cards i mean you know, like i said all of these choices are not going to be good because of you know a braid and Culligan's command but um 
Pyromancer's Goggles, another card. Oh, I love that enough. card. I've tried to make it work in Frontier. It doesn't, doesn't get there. Yeah, I mean, it's a fun card to play with, but again, like, you you, you set it, and then, bam, it's it's gone because yeah. of an abrade or something. Um, Perilous Vault used to be good, like, in the mm. control decks, like the creatureless control decks. I definitely think so. I'm wondering if we just got better removal options there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Obelisk of Erd. The, right. Um, that never saw a ton artifact. of play. Yeah, why don't you read that one's a uh, six mana convoke um and if it's, it gives creatures choose a, a creature type. Yeah. yeah. Choose a creature type when it comes into play and those creatures get like plus two, plus two, I believe. Yep. You know, I I thought maybe this could be good in like soldiers or humans or something like the mono white decks, you know, that were like really fast, really quick. But again, yeah, just it comes down to a braid or um, you know, Color Guns Command just saying nope. Yep, yep. All right, do you want to move some to some enchantments? Because I yeah. don't think I have too many there either. Well, I'll let you go first because I talked a lot about artifacts. I mean, I was going to make a, an honorable mention sort of thing for mm-hmm. Demonic Pact. Yeah, I had that in my list. It's <laughs> all a little bit of standard play, mostly for fun, you know, cat packed. Um, yes. As far as if you're giving it away, I think there's better combos. And if you're trying to remove it, that's just, it's a little dangerous. It's not the best thing. So isn't there a... There's like two or three other win the game situations now, right? Like the one, the five mana draw two, lose two life, and uh, if you have four, four demons. Yeah, there's a number of uh, alternate win cons in Frontier. Yeah, it's just not 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 enough casual players. I think that's the reason why <laughs> that doesn't see more play. Hedron alignment. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we need, we we don't have enough casual players. We have we have some some grinders. Yeah, but we don't have enough people that are just like, all right, I'm going to play something that's going to go 0 and 5 or 0 and 6. <laughs> yeah. And even if there are, there's there's so many other fun things they can do. So it hasn't gotten a lot of. Okay. Do you have another choice? Or... Uh, for enchantment, I don't really have much else. Well, how about Mastery of the Unseen? So that used to see it quite a lot of play. Mm-hmm. It's the two mana in white enchantments, like one in white, and I believe it's like pay four mana. And you manifest morph. Top of your library. Yeah, you manifest. Yeah. And, and whenever then, you flip up a manifest, you gain life for each creature yes. you control. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so that, like, that one should be on my list. I seem to have forgot about it. I was actually just talking about this card because there's kind of a similar one in the new set. Hmm. Um, was there? Yeah, there's the. It's also two mana white enchantment that whenever you gain life, you can pay two yeah, and draw yeah, a card. Yeah, yeah. And then it, okay. I think, for, again, for four mana, I can make a 1 hmm. 1 lifelink soldier. Well, this this card worked because there's so many uh, morph cards. They had that Megamorph, green white Megamorph deck with, like, um, what was it? The. Uh, the well, two, now you're one. spoiling my. Um, yeah, the, yeah. Okay, well, we'll talk about that. But yeah, I, I'm they're definitely on there. So why, why, okay, so why isn't green white megamorph or morph good enough for frontier it's too slow it's just too yeah. too slow um as far as master of the unseen specifically it's just way too slow um you don't think the life gain counteracts the uh you know the fact that it's so slow i don't think it does i don't feel like in the kind of matchups where you want life no. gain which are aggressive matchups you're not paying six seven mana to gain some life and if you you know if you're depending on that life and you manifest something that's not a creature, you may never get that life at all. So I, I don't think that this can reasonably be played into aggro. And I think against control that we do have other good grindy options that we end up seeing play instead. Okay. All right. So you said you didn't really have any other ideas for not that I can think right? of right now. Well, hmm. if you don't mind me talking about a couple more, please um, go ahead. Silk wrap. Sure, yeah. There's some yeah. removal ones. Removal. I think there's a lot of white exile removal spells that we just have a slightly better version of. You think so? I mean, because white still kind of struggles with that early removal. It does. You know, there, there's there's no path to exile effect or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So they don't have a good way to trade with smugglers copter at parity. Yeah. Yeah, there, there um, tends to be a problem. So I'm trying to think what else. Um, how about Cryptolith Rites? That was another card that had its own deck during uh, Shadows of Innistrad. The black-green Cryptolith Rites deck. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. And again, I believe probably it was that... a Zulaport deck. Yeah, I don't think it was um, primarily, but yes, yeah, so it was that kind of Aristocrats deck. 
I mean, it's kind of a cop out just saying, yeah, it's slow. That's that's about it. Um, there's also not a lot of payoff, I think, for going to mm. the high mana costs that 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 allows you to do. Yeah, I remember what was it? Uh, Louis Scott Vargas was uh, was playing that. He he was the one that was like championing championing. Yeah, it got played at the uh, the World Tour or the um mm-hmm. Pro Tour, or whatever. Pro Tour, yeah. Yeah, it had like Ormondal and uh, it had a lot of the. Uh, what was it? The um, one and two mana, like token maker type cards. Yes. I guess Rally is just more explosive. It does, yeah, and I think it falls to prey to some of the same problems that Rally does. So both that deck and Rally were good against Atarka at the time that they were in Standard, mm-hmm. but Smuggler's Copter really changes that story. Honestly, you know, when we're talking about all these, Smuggler's Copter is probably the most warping card in Frontier. Okay, I guess that's enough for enchantments. I think I'll leave the rest for the honorable mentions. Okay. All right, so should we talk about Planeswalkers next? Perfect. Yeah, that sounds great. All right, so which Planeswalkers do you think aren't good enough for plan- for Frontier? Huh. You know, I, I kind of feel like most of the same ones that saw play in Standard are seeing play in Frontier. I'm trying to think of an example of one that isn't. Narset Transcendent? I mean, she was in control, right? At, at one point during front during standard, right? Yeah, that that's definitely a good one. And I think we've I've tried her a little bit. I don't think she was everywhere in standard. She's being seen a little bit of play in frontier, but probably about as much as she saw in standard. I think it was like the tail end of you know, Konzatar Kier block before it rotated out. People started to play her, mm-hmm. you know, in in decks. Um, how about? How about Obnixilis, Reignited? I think that's actually one of the more played Planeswalkers. Is he? I mean, other than like, you know, Liliana, maybe Chandra. Uh-huh. But I, I see a fair amount of Obnixilis. He just doesn't show up in very high numbers. He's usually one of or one of in the 75. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, it is kind of hard. Um... Uh, Vraska is probably one that I would say is a lot less seen in Frontier compared to when he what she was in standard you know that was a very popular card in standard and not seeing all that much play in frontier which one uh vraska the oh. six man of vraska the six man of vraska i'm trying to think six man of vraska hmm? from uh ixalan she... yeah is she six mana mm-hmm. or is she five man i can't remember she's six mana okay the relic seeker okay yes yeah, she doesn't see play in Frontier. She, they're just. I think with a lot of the newer, um, with a lot of the newer Planeswalkers, I think there's just not enough people testing with them yet. They haven't really tried to put them into the decks. They're happy using these these tried and true builds. Of, I mean, that card's know, been like out for a while, runner. so I don't think it's new. I just think that it's a little bit slow. I mean, six mana is mm-hmm. a lot more significant in Frontier than it is in Standard, so that's why it kind of didn't see as much play. Um, I guess that's kind of the same reason Garak, Apex Predator, isn't seeing much play. Yeah, it didn't see much Frontier, or standard play that much either, but yeah, it, it's it's just kind of slow. And if we wanted to go to that, I, I would say that um, the six mana Soren probably fits in that same category. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as the heavy. six mana Ajani, you know, all of those. You can kind of choose one of those in like an Abzan midrange, and of those four, I'm probably choosing a second Obnixilis. <laughs> All right, so I don't know if this card is not playable, but I think she is underplayed. What do you, how do you feel about Nahiri? Nahiri is great in Frontier. I think it answers a lot of cards. It's rare that it doesn't trade with things. Um, it, it's just, you know, finding the decks for it. Red isn't great in a slower deck in Frontier, and white isn't great mm-hmm. in a slower deck in Frontier, other than the specific deck Red-White Control, which plays a whole lot of Nahiri. Yeah, and I think, well, they have two or maybe, yeah, probably like two or yeah, three. Probably two of them, yeah. That seems reasonable. Yeah. But that's like the only deck that plays Nahiri. Yeah, I think pretty much. Um, there's one more. Uh, Kiora, Master of the Depth, or Master of Depths. Mm-hmm. She didn't see a I'm... ton of standard play, but yeah, she doesn't do that much in Frontier either. Is it just because like her abilities, just like you said, they don't, you know not match up. They don't do what you want them to do, basically. Yeah, they don't affect the board right away. And for four mana and Frontier, that's probably what you want is something that's going to more so affect the board. Uh, the only other one I might look at is the Flipwalkers. Um, Liliana, yeah, yeah. I think we've talked about, doesn't really see any play in Frontier, and she was so good in Standard. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that Nissa, the three mana Vastwood Seer, is underplayed in Frontier. Like that, yeah. that's a very strong card advantage card that only sees a little bit of play. Um, I tried her out in my my landfall deck that likes to put out a lot of lands very quickly, and she was good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that she dies really quick. That was the biggest problem. Um, Honestly, I could never you know, really we... keep her on the board. <laughs> We could add Jace to that list. Jace is not seeing... I think Jace is going to see some new play in this new yeah. set. Yeah, he still um, sees enough played. He's, he's playable yeah. for sure. But certainly nowhere near the level of standard. Yeah, I don't then, think Kithion was ever really playable in standard, was it? It was. It was in the humans deck, and it's in the yeah. same deck in Frontier. Maybe even more in Frontier. But not um, super playable. I Chandra was the one that never saw play. Yeah. Other than me trying her and silly things, because it's, a, it's such a strong card, but not... It is a lightning rod. Mm-hmm. All right, so creatures, last parts. Yeah, um, I've lots got you know I've got creatures. like one of them probably. <laughs> what? No, yeah. I've got a whole ton of these. Um, I'm going to start with kind of a theme because one thing I really want to say is this is a Tarka's fault. There are a lot of red aggressive creatures that saw a lot of play in standard that just mm-hmm. have never translated into frontier because there are such better things going on. So do you want to start with red creatures that aren't played? So Karizev. Yeah. Um, yeah. Earthshaker Kenra. I would say both of those were very popular red aggressive creatures. Kenra shows up a little bit. I think Kenra's playable. It in probably like is. You red know decks. I think that's one that probably should be tested more, but right now yeah. it's really not seeing play. I mean, you get only a couple of slots for a two-drop mm-hmm. in red, and Smuggler's Copter is always your first. And then Dragon Fodder is often your second. Maybe you get Abbot of Carol Keep. Maybe you get um, Reckless Bushwhacker. But those tend to mm-hmm. fill your other slots. So it, it gets to be very hard to find even those two drops. Let alone when we get to like the three. The Oncop uh, Crasher was a very powerful mm-hmm. card. I always mm-hmm. thought that card was super impactful. And I haven't seen it played in Frontier at all. Another card that kind of got weaker recently, I think, is Zergo Bellstriker. I haven't seen him show up in red decks at all. Yeah, um, he's pretty much dropped down to... I think I still play one of him in Atarka. I think the other... I, I used to have a second one, and I think that's now a... a what is the um, the wizard, the Vyashnu wizard? No, the, yeah, yeah, a Vyashnu wizard, I think. That's, yeah, it might be sure. something. <laughs> that might be right. Yeah. But the two damage when he comes into play, yeah. Oh that's... no, no, the um, the one drop one that the one two that gets a plus one plus zero if it if you have two or more. Oh, that's like and... the like the V two new. Yeah, V two guys. Yeah, not something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's really good in the wizard deck, the mono red wizard deck. Mm-hmm. That's one last weekend. But yeah, there's just a lot of quality one drops and two drops in in red, and you just kind of got to pick and choose. I think that's the reason why. You know, we're not seeing these being played in Frontier anymore. Yeah, even Abbot of Carol Keep, Harsh Mentor. Yeah, it, it's meta-dependent. You know, like yeah. Carol Keep, if you need more card advantage, it, it's good. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it, it'll show up more. But All right, so that's good for red. How about let's keep with red, and let's talk about more, like, not the super fast aggro decks, but, like, the other kind of, like, big red decks. Perfect, yeah. I wanted to go there as well. Um, do you want to go? Because I just kind of dominated that. Yeah, Rekindling Phoenix, he's no yes. play. That was one that I was... That's, I think, one of the biggest cards that I was thinking of when we were talking about this set, is that this card is so prominent in Standard, and yeah. it does not see any play whatsoever in Frontier. Yeah. Maybe that's wrong. Maybe you and I should be testing more decks with Rekindling Phoenix in it. Mm-hmm. But right now, it just... It doesn't seem to be quite strong enough. I mean, four power, three toughness... Also, mm-hmm. a little bit more exile removal with um, things like Kalidas around and Trask's yeah. Contempt. But maybe that's not true. Maybe maybe we need mm-hmm. to be testing it more. So that, yeah, that, I think that's the biggest one. But I think there's a couple more. What other kind of big red cards do you think don't see play? I would go one step bigger. I would say Glorybringer sees very little play in Frontier. And that yeah. is a, yeah. <laughs> such a strong front standard card. People really think about, oh, well, that dies to Glorybringer. That makes it not as good in Standard. But you, you I don't... Think the only time I've seen it is like when people are just porting over their, you know, uh, Timir energy deck and, mm-hmm. you know, they just add in fetch lands but keep it all the same with like Glorybringer. And yeah, and even as a sideboard card, it's just a, a one mana too slow, probably. Mm hmm. And speaking of dragons, Thunderbreak Regions. <laughs> Thunderbreak Regions certainly fits play. that role. 
Yeah, it's not seeing any play, and that breaks my heart because I, I love dragons. Yeah, Mardu dragons, I remember, used to be kind of good. I think we're going to end up naming a lot of dragons on here. I think pretty much the whole yeah. cycle of dragon lords probably fits in this category. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I wanted to we go one more next. One more red is uh, Pia yeah. and Kirin Nalar. Yeah, I had that in my list, too. You know, I mean, that that's even, it would see play in modern. It, it's a very strong card. I think what probably holds it back in Frontier is the kind of deck that would want it has some other very good options at four. Like, I don't see playing P and Kirin over Gideon. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you're like a Mardu vehicles deck, that's probably the only deck that would be really looking for P and Kirin Nalar right now. It's too heavy for Insole, right? Yeah, too heavy for Insole. I mean, the, the, I thought it would show up more in like a Emerge deck. Mm-hmm. You know, with, you know, like a Tamer Emerge with, you know, the Eldrazi that, you know, okay, you get these bodies, and then, bam, you sack it for four, and now you can play your Eldrazi for, like, three mana. Yeah. It's definitely something that disappoints me, because I'm a big fan of big red. I very much like controlling mm-hmm. red decks, and I don't feel like the last few years of Standard, what basically everything that fills into Frontier, I don't feel like they've done a great job at making red a very controlling color. And I'm afraid we're not mm-hmm. going to get very much in the next this set and the next two coming out because, you know, you think about what's on Ravnica and you've got blue red. Is it? They're like very hyper spells. You've got red white Boros. Mm-hmm. It's not at all controlling. It's all aggro creatures. Um, red mm-hmm. black Rakdos. You've got red green Gruel. You know, they're all very very mm-hmm. aggressive red. I would love to see some more of that refined red. Some of that very slower. More things like Nahiri and Rekindling Phoenix, mm-hmm. stuff that'll be slower there. So I'm, I'm hoping for more of that. That's one of my favorite archetypes that we haven't gotten enough support for. All right, so that I think that covers red for the most part. How about we... Did you want to go into the, uh, the dragons that we were just talking about? Yeah, if you want to, or we could do... Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, could if I, you I'm want. thinking of Dragonlord Atarka, 7 mana, 8-8, eight, eight, Flying yeah. Trample, deals 5 damage, divide between creatures and planeswalkers your opponent's control when it enters the battlefield. Yeah, I, I had that. So I mean, good. that's a ramp card. Yeah, it's probably a ramp I mean, card. I don't think it's realistic to play it in a non-ramp deck. I did play. I did make a see the unwritten deck. Mm-hmm. I've made one of those. If you remember <laughs> that, yeah, and I had a Tarka in there, and that was pretty pretty cool. I mean, to like, okay, I'll get an Tarka and I'll get like a Serac. She wins some games okay. when she shows up, but yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It's just slightly to the point where you couldn't play her without some ramp or some. And if you're going to be in a deck, especially, you know, you're already in green, you're maybe in red. Mm-hmm. You know what else is probably seven mana and is even bigger in flying and trample is Emrakul. Yeah, I guess so. Not really seven mana, but it, yeah. it, In that kind of deck, it probably in is, the, yeah. Reduced. <laughs> when you reduce, I think eight's the lowest you can cast. But yeah, you, it's just it's much better value. I feel like I've cast a six mana Emrakul in Frontier. Really? Let me make sure that's right, because I know there's no tribal, but you've got enchantment, artifact, creature, sorcery, instant, land, planeswalker. Yeah, so you can cast it for six. So I had three other dragons. <laughs> okay, go on. I had Ojutai, Dragonlord Ojutai. Ojutai is, I think, a very important one. You know, we, we did talk about Ojutai when we did our episode on five drops, so we've, mm-hmm. we don't want to cover it too bad. But yeah, I think just um for that, that's for control. They got Torrential Gear Hulk. They got Scarab God. There, and just, yeah, there's there's so many choices. There's so many choices that you don't want to be devoting your whole deck to protecting Ojutai. Yeah. Um, and then Dragonlord Silumgar. Yeah. Silumgar the does seem underplayed. 3-5. I was going to go with... You know, he um, steals something, right? Mm-hmm, he steals a creature or planeswalker. I was actually yeah, going to go with um, Colgon instead. But again, we've talked about that. Why... You don't have an aggressive Dragonlord Colagon? Yeah, I think Colagon. Oh, actually, the yeah, Colagon the Storm's Fury. That's the uh, the FRF one. Yeah, the one that has uh, what was it? Uh, dash. Can't remember the keywords anymore. Is it dash? Yep. Yeah, I guess plus one plus one for each uh, dragon that you have. And it's whenever a dragon you control attacks gets plus one plus. Yeah, zero. all all of your creatures get plus yeah. one plus zero. And I think that one of it's the mana. Yeah, a little bit too slow. If mid range came back, I could see that being a good deck again. Okay. So, yeah, those are the, the dragons that I want to talk about. Were, were there any other dragons that you had on your mm, list? Not that I can think of. Oh, uh, no, yeah, I've already talked about Glorybringer. I think that's probably all I had. Okay. 
So, next color. You were going to green? Some sort of... Yeah, I think I had a lot of green cards that I think are, are underplayed or just not being played at all. Oh, why don't you start us off? Um, Sylvan Advocate, I think, is underplayed. Maybe underplayed. I don't think it's not seeing play. That I think that definitely still sees. It's one of the best two drops in green. I see it in Abzan sometimes still. I see it in Bant Coco usually. Because I think a lot of the absent are just playing like Grim Flare or they're playing like other multicolor cards mm. and people just kind of have forgotten about Sylvan Advocate. They didn't even play it in Elves. I mean, of course they wouldn't because you don't really hit six mana that often. No, but... they rarely do. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a little surprised. I think, yeah, it does see some play, but not enough play. I think it was, it's a really good two, but two drop in Frontier. Okay. Um, so we already talked a little bit about Den Protector and Deathmist Raptor. When, no, well, we didn't. Yeah, I was we, going we brought to... them up as far as Megamorph, but uh, or Morph Manifest, all of those. Yeah. I was going to say, but you stopped. Den me, Protector is definitely one of those heartbreaking ones because yeah. it was such a fun card. It's got a lot of power yeah. to it, but it's a little slow. I mean, as a f- it, it is a five drop for the most part. You're you're not playing it and not wanting to be able to get its ability off. So mm-hmm. sometimes you can afford to play that on two separate turns, but there's then you run the risk of it dying, and that's not great. Hmm. I mean, it's a human, so I mean, I guess there's there's some burning potential with it still. I think it could find a home eventually. Yeah, it's like you said, it, it is a shame it's not seen. It's play. a human, but you don't really want to cocoa it in. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, the same thing with Deathmist Raps, Deathmist Raptor. It actually was reclassified as a dinosaur, mm-hmm. I believe. It's not a beast or lizard beast. So. Yeah, but you know, there's more exile removal. There's some other better things you can bring back from the yard. Like Scrap Heap Scrounger is probably yeah. a better cr- aggressive creature. Yeah, even though this can block. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of surprised that Radical Mystic doesn't see any play anymore. Mm. I think as far as ramp creatures, it probably still sees some play, but you know, there's not that many ramp creatures. And you know, if it were seeing play, it'd probably be replaced now with. Elvish Mystic or Llanowar Elves, because now we have both of them. I mean, yeah, that was the whole part of the ramp thing, is just that you get, what, like six mana on turn three? Mm-hmm. If you are able to do, like, mana uh, Elf into turn two Rattleclaw Morph, and then next turn you get, like, six. You know what the best six mana spell is to cast on turn three? What? Felidar Guardian, Sah- Sahili Rai. Is that six mana? Yeah, it is when you bounce a land. Mana. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I've been there. I've done that. It's not good. I can see that. <laughs> okay. Okay, what about other green creatures? What What do you have on your list? Um, What else do I have on my list? You know, I don't have too much that's in mono green other than the ones we named, as far as things that we're really well, seeing a lot of play. How about Mana Gorger Hydra? That was used to be a huge part of Scales. I don't know if I'd say it was a huge part of scales. It definitely was a part of scales. Um, you might be able it was to like include... like their wind condition at that. There's a green-white, though, right? Yeah, you might be able to include Avatar of the Resolute in that as well, those being the really mm-hmm. aggressive green scales creatures. I still like it in scales. I think that it blows up so quickly that a lot of decks can't handle it. It just needs protection. Mm-hmm. There's no deck that's not running removal spells, and Fatal Push hits it no matter how big it is. So the red mm-hmm. decks can often still, you know, they can get a wild slash or a lightning strike the first turn it comes down and answer it. And mm. the black, any black deck that's running black, which is a lot of decks, can still fatal push it most of the time. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I had a couple other green, but I think, yeah, the, the, we pretty much already talked about the reason why they're not being played. Like Hornet Queen used to see some play, and yeah, that's a ramp card. Mm-hmm. Or that was more like a, how do I say, a reanimator card. Yeah, and I think um, if we're going to reanimate, let, let's run some Emrakul or something like that instead. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, I had Air the Wilds, the one with Ferocious. It gets a 3-3 Death Touch. It's just They're just better cards than 2-drop, yeah, there are. I think. there are. I agree there. All right, so next color, do you want to choose? Well, let's keep going Wooburg, even though we started at red. So let's go with white next. Yeah. Okay. Well, so what white cards did you have in your Ooh, list? I definitely have some. Let me think about it. Why, why don't you go ahead with some, because i got to check my cards again. Well, um, I, I played Black-White Angels last season. Um, mm, yes. I liked it a lot. I think it's a, a good deck. Uh, and cards like uh, Archangel Avacyn Archangel used to Avacyn. show up a lot. They, she, she was in Mardu, um, Mardu Vehicles, and uh, you know she was also in Green-White Tokens and, and stuff like that. So five mana flash. 
um, four four vigilance, and when she comes into play, all of your creatures gain indestructible. Why isn't this seeing any? <laughs> I mean, grasp of darkness five mana. Are people playing Grasp of Darkness a lot? Uh, I think that it's probably going to see less play now because mm-hmm. the Jund decks will probably move to Assassin's Trophy. The black white or the mm-hmm. black blue decks probably still playing it, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems. Yeah, some I play. think it's. Is is it a good card though? I mean, the, the other thing, I guess, the, the beggar answer is uh, Languish is probably the better better answer. Is that it doesn't stop the best sweeper in the format. It doesn't stop. Yeah. So. That that makes it a lot worse when it's not doing that. Mm. Um, I'd say along that exact same line would be that Gisela doesn't see very much play either. Yeah, she she just gets lightning striked or she gets uh, spell queller. She can be or... fatal pushed as well. Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't really play her. I think she's just she's a great card. She just has a lot of ways to die. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, how about white oh. aggressive creatures? Are there any you can think of in recent times that we're seeing a lot of play? White aggressive? Mm. I had a lot of mid-range white cards. I would maybe say Legion's Landing. I mean, that's not a creature, but uh, that's not seeing a lot of play in Frontier. Mm-hmm. Um, no. I mean, I played in my Marty Tokens deck. Yeah, I know. You play every... But... I mean, between me and you, we probably play, play every single one of these cards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but... It's good. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> We try and lift um, each other up. I had, yeah, like, like I said, I had a lot of mid-range stuff, um, like uh, Archangel of Tithes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like it. I think it's great against this aggro-heavy meta. Yeah, it sees no good really sideboard play, it. I think. I think, was that in, like, Mono-White Devotion before? I can't remember. It, um, it, it gets seen ago. played in the sideboard of Humans decks, I think, like the Mono-White Humans mm-hmm. decks or the Woobmans decks, the Blue-White Humans. Mm-hmm. Um, Regal... Caracal, I don't know. How, Caracal, that's how you yeah. Say it. Um, Caracal, yeah. That's one that I think was seeing a tiny bit of play, and now those slots are filled with Lyra instead, and I think that's an upgrade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how about definitely, blue? Definitely. Do you want to move on to blue? I don't know if I had too many cards in blue. I just I, I don't like blue. So. I've got a big one in Elder, Elder Deep Fiend. I think we've talked about it on the show before. Of this card's not seeing play, and it's good, but. Yeah. I mean, it does see play. I mean, there's like only one deck that plays it. It's the Emerge deck, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and that's I, mean, maybe, really I think we've rare. seen it in Sahili. Really, in Sahili? I've seen it in Sahili. I think that's more. I think that's more I've seen than I've seen it in an actual Emerge deck. But mm-hmm. yeah, not seeing a ton of play. Um. Oh, I I did think of uh, another red card that we didn't talk about though. Okay. Um, Goblin Dark Dwellers. I think that needs to be talked about. I thought. Yeah, I mean, it, it sees. It's got card. one home. It's got Jund, and other than that, I don't think it sees any play. Not in Grixis or anything like that. Why not? Is this just, again too slow? Or it, it plays it yeah, for free. It's and, basically, or does it play for free? Or is it? Yeah, it plays for it. free. So it's just like another Gear Hulk. Um. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of cards that it misses. It doesn't get any of the big draw spells. It can't even play Painful Truths or Radiant Flames. Mm-hmm. So you know, it misses languish. It misses. It misses a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Um. That's blue. Uh, do you have any? I don't know if you have any other blue. Um, we talked no, about not green. We talked time. about white. We talked about red, black. Any any black cards that you think are not played? Um. Yes, I've got one big one that I definitely want to talk about, and that's ravenous chupacabra. Really? Yeah. It's I mean, good. we see certainly plenty of that in Standard. Uh, yeah, it's a great card. Do you not play much Standard? I mean, I play Standard. I mean, it was like in, what, the Esper Gift, right? Yeah, even besides that, it was played in any kind of black mid rangey deck, anything that's usually playing Vraska. You know, it kills anything. Mm-hmm. And I guess, it mind a 2-2. I guess I do remember seeing it a little bit, but I always thought it was kind of a jank deck. I didn't think it was actually like a tier deck. No, I think that was a that was a very real real enough deck. And uh, I mean, what does it just miss fatal smuggler's copter, or uh, what? What do you think is not good enough about it? I think just the body's not strong enough. The effects is not yeah, good that's enough. probably right. To, a two two, two, two by that turn. Yeah, might as well pick okay. and Kier Nalar. You know, four mana and get three bodies. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, how about we move on to some multicolor cards? There was some of those sure, that I wanted go. to talk about. Um. Okay, go so, for it. 
if you don't mind, yeah, the first one I wanted to talk about was uh, um, Butcher of the Horde. Yeah, I'm a Mardu mm. guy, and I used to play it in Standard. Again, this was the one with the uh, Kolagan, the Storm's Fury deck. I mean, you're the Mardu guy. You're Mardu tokens, and you can't find a home for it. There's nobody who's going to find a home for this card then. I mean, yeah. So this is the 5-4 the flying, and mm -hmm. can give it haste, vigilance, or lifelink, I believe. Yeah, if you sacrifice a creature. Yeah, each of those is free to sacrifice a creature. So I don't know if you want to be going wide here, or you want to... I mean, I don't know I don't know what's better in front here. I think, you know, the, the pinpoint removal is just too good. Yeah, pinpoint removal is good. If you're going to run that slot, you're probably running like a Hazoret or a Chandra. Yeah. So that's one that. of those few places where... In a lot of places in Frontier, the quality of cards is pretty even. You know, there's there's good cards, so you can make actual choices. Mm -hmm. This is one of those things where there's just better cards than Butcher the Horde. Yeah, Flyers are so strong, but um, he's not strong you know that's enough. really all I've got. I think. Okay. Well, we went through a lot of the ones I really wanted to name. Yeah, I mean, I had some kind of jank. I had some some cards that, uh, you know, maybe were more like honorable mentions. Yeah, if you want to read a couple of them quick. Otherwise, I was going to say, people who are listening, please tweet us out. I'm sure we forgot some important ones. You're like, oh, man, this was the deck in standard. Why mm -hmm. is it seeing no Frontier play? So uh, let us know there. But like Savage... what, what... Yeah, sorry. I was going to say, like, Savage Knuckleblade's another one I would say. Yeah, we've talked about. <laughs> you know, he's been underplayed since standard. I don't think he ever yeah. actually got played a lot in standard. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's good. I think we can call it a day here. I think we talked about a lot... So basically, I just want to say standard Frontier, totally different. Just because one thing works in mm -hmm. one format doesn't mean it's going to translate over into Frontier. Frontier yeah. has totally become its own thing. There's some slow things, there's some fast things, there's some everything in between. If it did work in standard, maybe try it in Frontier. If it did work in standard, maybe it's not good enough for in Frontier. Mm. Or maybe we're just not trying it, and we should be, so tell us that, too. Yeah, keep testing, all you listeners out there. Yep, and uh, make sure to tweet out at us at MTG Frontier, or mtgfrontier.net as our website. All right, and I'm Ryan Schwenk again, so you can find me on Twitter at YoSchwenke, or you can find my website at www.thejapanhobbyist.com. Thanks, guys. We'll try and keep you up to date with everything that is going on in Frontier. Whatever is new, interesting, powerful, you have it. This is Kevin Finkel one more time, and this is MTG The Final Frontier, signing off. <laughs>